Hello there. What's up? My name is Nate. You're listening to Life Tips Podcast. Welcome. Everyday life topics with advice and tips for becoming a better you. This show is all about self-improvement. Each episode is unique to whatever you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. But the reality is that nobody is perfect. There's always going to be downfall with rising, and there's something to improve upon every single day. So if you want to make changes in your life, then follow along, and I'll help you take yesterday's mistakes and master them for a new tomorrow. Let's get started. All right, before we get started with this episode today, if you are brand new to Life Tips, thank you, thank you, thank you. I look forward to uh, impacting your life and I pray that you take something that I've said to heart, jot it down in your notes, on your phone, in your notepad, wherever, and just plan to apply it to your life. If you are a current or faithful listener of the show who have been with us since day one, welcome back. Excited to continue this journey with you, and we hope that you continue to enjoy the show as you always do. All right, let's get started. What's up, world? Welcome back back to Life Tips Season 7. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. All right. So, at the beginning of the year, I started a series called Total Transparency. In part one, excuse me, in part one, I talked about some of the things that took place in my life during 2020, and that included part two. So, season six, episodes one and two, basically started the Total Transparency series. And as we go back here for a second and take a look at that, Total Transparency Part 1 was listened to 50 times. Total Transparency Part 2 was listened to 44 times. And then we got around to Total Transparency Part 3, which was listened to 34 times. And Part 4 was listened to 40 times. And as a reminder, I shared several life tips on how to navigate through 2021 with you in episode one and two. Last month, 
in April, I shared a few inner details of the first four months of the year. January, February, March, and April. Towards the end of part three, I shared a little bit of my pull-up strategy due to my new car. Part four was all about the overall dynamic of having the new job and the new car and how it was going to impact my life moving forward. And now here we are from that. The carry-on. And what's actually going to be happening over the summer and into the fall. So, this is Total Transparency Part 5. All right. So, clearly, in the last Total Transparency and the last one before that, I teased something. So, in part three, I teased that the car was coming. In part four, the car already existed. So basically, when I recorded Total Transparency Part 3, there was no car. Total Transparency Part 4 was released on the 30th of August, three days after buying my car. So my car is actually sitting outside in the parking space right now. And it's beautiful. That's why the teaser became a reality and became part of Total Transparency 4. And so now it's officially been two months. I am two months in with my car. Now, I'm sure you're all wondering what has been going on since that time. Because clearly, the car was needed in order to do the job that I was about to start. Well, I'm pleased to say that the car is doing great and the job is doing even greater. Two months in, I'm telling you, it's just been a massively awesome ride. Now, I started off the last time in part four by saying that I've never had my own car. I've solely been carpooling, borrowing, 
Ubering and lifting. Or in other words, using Uber and Lyft like crazy. Now, I don't have to do that anymore. I don't have to use Uber unless I want to. And I don't have to use Lyft unless I want to. In other words, if I don't want to drive my own car, I'll make someone else drive their car for me. But oh no, your boy's not going to be picking up people and doing Uber and Lyft and DoorDash and all these other... No, 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 no. It would be nice. And it's a great moneymaker, but... No. Mm -mm. Don't have the patience. But, like I said... We're month slash two months into driving and working. I've been having a blast with my overhead and coworkers, and that's what today's topic is actually going to be centered around: work, work-life balance, and creating the life you want. So, without further ado, let's jump right in. Okay. So, work. <laughs> I'd be remiss if I did not mention this. Not everyone has an amazing work situation. Some of us still physically have to go work. I know a lot of my friends still physically have to go to their jobs. Not everybody can work from home. Oh, and working from home is getting phased out now. There's some spots that are sticking with work from home for the foreseeable future, some spots. But the majority of the world, now that vaccines and vaccinations are happening, they're all trying to get people back to work. And it's working. Ha 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 ha. But seriously, work is great. Full-time is amazing. Your boy's making way more money than I've ever made in my life. And that is amazing. But what does it mean to work? The definition of work is an Activity involving mental or physical effort done in order to achieve a purpose or result. In other words, work is what you do to get money. Whether you're an entrepreneur and you work for yourself or you work for a company, government, 
whatever you do, everyone is working. Unless you're retired. If you're retired, great. Enjoy it. Don't go back. But if you're not retired, you're working. Now, a lot of us don't really have great work environments. But some of us do. I myself have been blessed to have great work environments throughout most of my life. Now, prior to this job, the last time I had coworkers was approximately four years ago. Now I have coworkers again. So it's interesting. But it's come to my attention that some of us may or may not know how to exactly go about achieving work-related success. So I came up with three life tips that I think will help you all when it comes to having success at your place of employment. So write these down. The first life tip that I have for you that I believe will benefit you in order to have work-related success is excitement. In other words, be excited about what's going on on your job. Don't just show up online, logging into your computer on Zoom or or show up face-to-face and be like, ah, I don't want to be here. Ah, you guys suck. Ah, I don't like my boss. Ah, my supervisor. Ah, this coworker gets on my nerves. Nah, 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 nah. Don't do that. That will automatically set you up for failure. Automatically. Be excited. Yes, every day is not going to be super happy, super preppy, yay, I'm happy to be here, no. But at least be excited going into the door or opening up the Zoom meeting so that as you go throughout your day, it's not a complete mental drain because your attitude is on point. Second life tip that I have for you all is to be prepared. You don't want to be the only one not prepared for what's going on. You don't. So, for me, I've been working with small teams most of my life. I didn't really have co-workers. I started out my career in the insurance industry. I was with Allstate Insurance. I had co-workers, kind of, sort of. 
I'll never forget my old boss. He sadly passed away last year. I'll never forget my old boss. He... He took a chance on me when when I didn't have anybody to give me a chance. One of my friends who is currently away in graduate school. She uh, she may or may not come back to the area after graduate school's over, it just depends. But if she does, great. If she doesn't, it was fun while it lasted. But one of my friends was there. We were both at PG at the time. And my boss's son was a part of it as well. And that was amazing. First job, first coworker experience. But for the most part, I was... primarily working with my boss. And I did that for about a year until that Allstate agency went bankrupt. Then I switched over to another Allstate agency and that's when I had coworkers. One of them being my mom. Hmm. I had two other people working with me. Two other co-workers. They were cool people. Then I went over to Giant. And had real co-workers. Same age. Then I went back to a small team set up. Farmers insurance. Just the three of us. Then I went back to another small team with a different agency last year, the pandemic. And then, of course, I jumped out of the insurance industry and into full-time work. Why am I mentioning this? I'm mentioning this because at my current job now, being prepared ahead of time is extremely, extremely important. I've got to go over there every day ready to kill it. And that's what I want for you. Because the reality is that not everybody gets the work-from-home treatment that was provided by the pandemic. A lot of us got temporary work-from-home treatment, but now we're going back to face-to-face -to -face 
learning, face-to-face working. And we have to be prepared. Especially because going back to face-to-face physical work means you will be getting reacclimated to physically connecting with other people despite those people being coworkers, supervisors, etc., etc. And so in order to be successful at your job, don't just be excited, be prepared. Because you never know what you're going to get hit with as the days go by. There's one more thing that I want to talk about in regards to having work-related success. And that's this. Be the best above anyone else. At my current job, one of the reasons why I took it was for the growth potential. I'm now two months in and I've been promoted. There really wasn't much growth potential in the insurance industry outside of getting a certification, which by the way, I'm not good at. So I needed something where I could be successful and where I could get promotions. And this job provided it. This job provided it. So, in order to get promoted, though, you have to be the best above anyone else. Which means being excited and being prepared, you got to bring it at your job and do all the technicalities of it to the best of your ability, but also realizing that everybody else there is gunning for the same upgrade that you're gunning for. And it's imperative that you be on point yourself. That's what you need to do. That's what you need to focus on. And if you can do that, if you can be excited, be prepared, and be the best above anyone else, I think you'll find that even with returning to work after a pandemic and no longer working from home, you'll still find that your work environment will be blessed beyond measure and you'll have success 
as you go throughout your time there. And you can do the same thing if you're still working from home. You just have to fight off laziness. Because when you're working from home, it's way easier to be lazy and not put in as much effort versus when you're physically at the office. So that's just something to think about. When we come back from commercial break, we're going to talk about the second thing that relates to life, my life, your life, and everyone's lives. And that's work-life balance and creating the life you want. I'm the host of the Women Are Royalty podcast, where we have raw conversations with real women who walk according to a royal standard. You can find my show, Women Are Royalty, on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and iHeartRadio, um, which is really excited. I was really excited when it, when it dropped on iHeartRadio. So yes, you can find it on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. What's up, family? It's your hostess with the most just tea the goat from over at Powerfully Black and Excellent. It's the podcast that seeks to make your skin folk, your kin folk all across the nation, baby. Now, look, I'm not going to be on here for too long, but listen, if you're looking for a way to find out more about black entrepreneurs and business professionals, we got you. If you're looking for a way to entertain yourself on a lazy Sunday, we got you. If you're looking for motivation, inspiration, or something that just puts that fire underneath of you to make sure that you follow your passion, we got you over at Powerfully Black and Excellent. You can find us on almost all streaming platforms under the name Powerfully, Black and Excellent without the E. You know what I'm saying? But we launch a new episode every week on Sunday at 12 p.m. So if you're not listening to us, I don't know what you're doing. Come join the fam. Work-life balance. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So I started work-life balance early. I started learning about it early on. So, I first started working back in 2016. So, even though I was working part-time from 2016 all the way to 2021, I still needed to craft life as if it was full-time, which is where work-life balance comes in. And I did okay in 2016. I did excellent in 2017. I did 
good in 2018. I did totally great in 2019. 2020, there was no work-life balance in 2020. And the reason for that is because when the states and the counties started opening back up, I had to wait months before getting back out there was possible. Thanks to the vaccine. Now I'm there. COVID is over. In terms of restrictions, I'm no longer restricted. I've got my car. I can hang out with friends now. It's it's normal now. So when 2021 actually hit, I realized not only do I need to get a new job to kickstart a new life, I need to completely restructure work-life balance. And I needed to I needed to restructure work-life balance for two reasons. One, full-time work impacts work-life balance. And number two, work-life balance is essential when it comes to the dating world. We'll talk about that in the next episode of Total Transparency, part six, dating in 2021, but that's coming soon. Work-life balance completely started over from scratch in 2021. Now, before all this, I was under the impression, and I will mention this in part six, but before my car and before the job, I was under the impression that the car would help boost work-life balance. I was under the impression that the car would help boost being able to actually go out on dates and do great with women. And certain people, actually a plethora of people, told me that. 
throughout the years. Boy, was I wrong about that. Crazy wrong about that. So, I myself, as I'm getting ready to give you these final three life tips on work-life balance success, I myself am still implementing this today. And part of the reason why is because it's just difficult. The area of work that I physically have to drive to is not too many actual friends out there. So everything that I'm getting ready to tell you all are things that I have been practicing and I'm still practicing now. Number one. In order to achieve work-life balance success, you have to be proactive. What does that mean? Proactive is an adjective, and it's of a person, policy, or action creating or controlling a situation by causing something to happen rather than responding to it after it has happened. In other words, you have to take the lead with work-life balance sometimes. You say, Nate, that's not easy. Of course it's not. It's not. Is it worth it? Absolutely. The second thing you have to do in order to achieve work-life balance success is be smart and wise at the same time. To be smart means having or showing a quick-witted intelligence. To be wise means having or showing experience, knowledge, and good judgment. The difficult part about being proactive and creating your social environments from nothing is because the other dangers of the world, aside from coronavirus, are still there. They never went away. Yes, you could think of the extremes like kidnapping, sex trafficking. But I'm specifically talking about being around people 
that put you in situations where you could mess up your present and your future while still being alive. So that involves hanging around people who do drugs, smoking, partying. In other words, people's work-life balance is different. You got to find what works for you. But when you're specifically tailoring your work-life balance to be around people, you have to be smart and wise in addition to being proactive, especially in this post-COVID world, meeting new individuals in order to grow your social circle. That's something I'm still working on. Let me tell you, I'm going to be honest. It was not easy. The first week was bad. But gradually after that week, things started getting better. The next week and the next week and the next week, heading into now June, work-life balance has finally come into play to where it is all encompassed together neatly. And as you will hear me mention in part six, work-life balance, again, is essential in the dating world. But we don't have time to talk about that today. The final thing that you'll need in order to achieve work-life balance success is be confident. What do you mean by that, Nate? Well, let me explain. Confidence is feeling or showing confidence in oneself self-assured that's the different of that's the definition excuse me of confident but pretty much yeah having confidence is pretty much just being confident in oneself being self-assured in other words you've got to be self-assured be confident be secure as you're being proactive and being smart and wise with who you hang with when your job is done for the day. So for me, of course I have my main core group. I've got my small number of people here in the DMV, in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. 
but all my other people live out of state. And it's not looking like we're going to be able to meet face-to-face in the immediate future, but probably towards the end of 2021 going into 2022. But you got to be confident. Because when you're out here meeting new people, it's imperative. Because if you want to create the life that you desire, you're going to need all three of these. That's how we're going to end this episode. You know, I've always thought about creating the life that I want. What type of post-work life do I want to lead? I guess you could tie that into what type of post-corona work or what kind of, excuse me, post-corona life do I want to lead? Thought about that too. But after all this time, I figured it out. My apologies. My apologies. So, this is just an example of the type of life I want to lead. It's not going to be like this all the time, but I'm hoping that it will be like this. So you remember earlier when I said that I thought things would get better when I got my car? It's a yes and no. From a work-life balance standpoint, creating the life that I want and from a creating the life that I want stance post-corona, that's where the yes comes in. I have a friend that I met last year during the pandemic, and she lives not too far from me. She has been a gem, a blessing, a diamond in the rough, a godsend, because like my best friend, China. She thinks of me when it comes to social moves. So in terms of work-life balance, part of it is me being proactive, being smart and wise, and being confident like I told you all to do. But the other part of it is reciprocating 
the invites that are coming my way. Already, I've gone to one event after another celebrating new music releases and birthdays and graduations. And that friend I told you about a couple seconds ago got me hip to a Facebook group filled with people from the DMV. We have a Telegram chat. And we have all met face to face. And let me tell you, it was bomb. Now I have new connections, new people that I can get with, and more people like my friend who will think of me and also invite me. That will help work-life balance tremendously. The other part of work-life balance relates to holidays and man the fort opportunities. Holidays. Everybody knows that when you work, there are certain holiday requirements that your job has to where you don't work. Memorial Day, 4th of July, just two examples. Now, normally the 4th of July is on a work day, but this year it's on a Sunday. But Memorial Day was on a Monday. And so, for me, I've always missed out on things. Liberty University family that I'm still connected to have invited me to things over the years and it just hasn't worked out. But now it's going to work. So for Memorial Day, 4th of July, holidays like that, in other words, what I'm trying to say is the opportunities for work-life balance there are higher and more achievable now. And I'm super excited about it. And then after that, man the fort or hold down the fort moments. And those are moments where I'm here. The family's not. I am excited about those moments because I will be able to have not only 
house to myself, but I'll be able to structure the time spent by myself where I'm not bored. That will be completely fun. And with my efforts and my initiations combined with the initiation from my LU friend group and from my friend in the area who thinks of me when it comes to social moves, combined with the new people that I've met in the DMV, I'll be looking at a pretty great ending point to spring, beginning point of summer, so on and so forth into the last bits and pieces of the year, all leading up to creating the life that I want. And the life that I want, or the life that I desire to have, because let's be honest, you're not in control of your life. God is. But that's that's where the stewardship part comes in. God is the one that gives you life and allows you to live and breathe every day. But God doesn't control from the aspect of dictatorship. He gives you free will and allows you to steward the life that he gave you. So part of that means having fun and enjoying yourself. And for me, the life that I desire to live looks similar to what I've been doing. Right out the gate, I had graduation party to go to, birthday celebrations, the DMV crew meetup, Quarantine and chill. How could I forget them? The quarantine and chill group chat that I've been a part of. We met up face to face. We are starting to do things now. And so all that combined, you just build it up. That's what I'm trying to do. That's the life that I'm hoping to lead where I go to work for my six days of the week or five. And then social time, people, friends. It was great in 2017 because 2017 was the year that I had a consistent base of social events going on. It was good in 2018 because my church filled in most of the social the socializing gaps. It was excellent in 2019 because my church was there 
I was going out to Silver Spring left and right. And I was enjoying my time with people. And now we are in 2021. 2020 is long since gone. And it's time to get back to work-life balance and creating the life that I want. So it's going to look like every week I'm doing something. It's going to be probably a couple of days where I just chill, be by myself. But for the most part, I always want to be in a constant state of doing something. The reason for this is because when you're in a constant state of engaging people and activity of your own design, it creates stories that are unique and come in handy when you go out on dates because you will easily be able to answer the question what do you do for fun? That's a typical date question that either you ask or she asks. But you gotta have an answer for it because if you don't have an answer for it it just means you're doing nothing with yourself when you get off the clock. And that's boring for me. I can't do that. And so for me, weekly consistency helps because when I do start going out on dates and when I come back to you all in part six to talk about dates, you'll see why I had to put heavy emphasis and stress on work-life balance in order to create the life you want because it all coincides with where I'm trying to be at by the time I hit 30. If you want to follow Life Tips on social media. We have a Facebook account and a Twitter account. Both at Life Tips Podcast. If you would like to follow me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Nate underscore the underscore speaker or underscore orator Nate. Or you can follow me on Facebook at The Wise Orator, or you can follow me on Twitter at Auth underscore Jen underscore person. That's it for this episode. See you next week.